What's the biggest challenge with these current conditions right now? Um, how long do you guys have? <laughs> as much time I, as you have, JT. I joked with Bones, the, uh, that tree on, on the left on 14, uh, usually when it's normal conditions out, a good high drive to just carry it. And I said it wasn't in play today because I went underneath it. I couldn't get to the tree. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. And welcome back to the show with Dino and Ray. That was Justin Thomas talking about the weather conditions at Augusta, which have been extraordinary. Trees falling down yesterday, Dino. Um, blinding rain and wind having to stop round three today. It's It's been extraordinary. And, of course, as we said, Brooks Kepka still leading. He's played six holes um, through his third round. He's 13 under. He's four in front of Rama. He'll have to play. Uh, the best part of 30 holes tomorrow to try and win that green jacket. Quick one, Dino, on our talk topic. Gav says, would love to have gone back in time to see Farlap win the 1930 Melbourne Cup. Piece yes. of Australian sporting history. Great one, Gav. That would have been pretty special, wouldn't it, Gav? It's funny, Ray. You go to these events, sometimes you don't realise that mm. you're watching history until 15 years <laughs> later you go, I was actually there that day, no. but you just don't realise it at the time. Uh, now, uh, LP has texted him, hey, guys, if you do go to the Masters next year, Make sure you stay or visit the neighbouring town of Aiken. Okay. I've just Googled Aiken because Aiken is a horse breeding area, right? Okay. Yeah. It also has excellent, excellent hotels, restaurants, and bars. Well, oh, that's your assignment for the rest so of the year. So if anyone out there to, knows. To try and convince management. <laughs> if anyone out there has been to Aiken and knows some of the bars there for Ray and I to go to, <laughs> can you please text in? Uh, ne- our Google next, Aiken okay. Bars. Our next guest loves his golf. He might have been and to bars. A- he does. He might, and restaurants. <laughs> he might have been to Augusta. He might have been to the Masters. Richie Callender, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Ray. Good morning, Bulldog. Unless, unless I go through Augusta to get to Mudgee, no, I haven't been to Augusta. <laughs> <laughs> Bucket list item, Rich? Oh, mate. I, <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of people that have been there, and obviously, yeah, um, being a golfer myself and growing up, is it? Uh, you'd love to go to Augusta. There's no oh, doubt about it. I'd absolutely. love to go to the British Open probably yeah, just Andrews as much. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Augusta's one of those places, isn't it, just special. And uh, mm. it was interesting this morning that um, Justin Thomas bogeyed the last two holes to miss the cut. But what he did by bogeying one of them, he enabled his good mate Tiger Woods mm. uh, to make the cut and continue the streak of 23. And he now equals the most cuts made in succession at, uh, at Augusta. Yeah, he's remarkable, Tiger. He was limping pretty badly there, though, in the cold. and the wet. Eight degrees it was um, Celsius there at Augusta today. Hey, Rich, the sun was shining on day two of the championships yesterday. The Queen Elizabeth Stakes, the build-up had been extraordinary for the best part of a month. Great race. Best horse won, Rich? Oh, no doubt about that. Uh, I thought James McDonald the last couple of months have been riding around about seven and a half, eight and a half. I thought nearly every rider James's yesterday was a 10 out of 10. And he gave, he gave Enemo an absolute beauty and mm. he was there to win, but Jabai Honor was just far too good. The only thing more impressive at Ramit yesterday than Jabai Honor was William Haggis, how nice a gentleman he is. Um, what a thorough gentleman he is. Every mm. interview you see him done, it was great to see him out here this year to see it, but wow, Jabai Honor. He absolutely toyed with him. Uh, Mahunga was very good, but it was all about Jabai Honor. He showed that the Ranvet was no fluke, and he just went up another grade. He really put a gap in them, and two and a half lengths, and really a soft win for a race that we were billing as a match race. Yeah, exactly. He was just too good. We'll talk to William Haggis uh, just uh, towards the 8.30 in the next hour. 
you mentioned James McDonald. He's right on Spangler. Look, a question without notice, Rich. Was there a better ride over the championships? Barrier 15, found the fence, didn't go around a horse until he went around the two litres halfway down the straight. Yeah, it was outstanding, wasn't it? Uh, particularly in those horses where there is a big discrepancy between ability from the top to the bottom a, a mm. lot. And when you get a wet track, some aren't going to handle it. And uh, I, I, I texted Chris Lee straight away. I said, I know you get 10 and James 5. I said, it's nearly entitled <laughs> to be 7.5 each. Um, yeah, it was an absolute gun ride, Spangler. And I texted Mick Wallace. I said, is that the thing that I bet up on at Hawkesbury in the first heat of the provincial, country cha- provincial midway championships? They ran about ninth. I said, but anyway... He's a good horse, and uh, Chris Lee's he puts the work in, and uh, he dominated. Uh, Lock Eagle was terrific. Crossed the year, uh, Rubicon from Brad Whitup stayed. Well, wow, yeah, what a run after yeah. blowing the start. Followed a Spangler through. Followed Spangler through. Yeah, so. exactly right. But yeah, and he took advantage. Jason Collins said, "Right, I'll follow this McDonald fellow. He's going all right today." Mm. Um, yeah, James McDonald was right on song yesterday. But uh, I heard you just play a half cabin prior to that. That was wow, what yeah. a win! I know we've been tipping it for a while, and. I think I wrote after it won the Eskimo Prince Ray before it went to the Hobartville and the Round with Guineas. If you let me bet now, I'd back half cabin to win the uh, the Tab Everest. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, I think he's right in the running now, isn't he, Rich, after that? Oh, so. 100%. Rich, the championship's brilliant as always. How much bigger can it get? It's like anything, Bulldog. I think if if you live in the past, that's where you'll finish. Uh, if you're not moving forward, others go straight past you. Um, the championships have been uh, uh, huge. Um, mm. And the biggest thing, and it's like we saw with the Everest, they, they, the, the marketing, which a lot of people our age, Bulldog and older, we don't see a lot of their marketing because it's on Instagram. It's during Home and Away. Oh, sorry, you might see it. But, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. the younger generation... I won't have those cheap shots. <laughs> <laughs> the, the younger generation see where the marketing is. And with the championships... There's so much of it right across the board for, for, for every age group and, and every type of person in the community. And we're, we're starting to see so many different people. And I'm excited. I've got a 21-year-old and I've got an 18-year-old next Friday. And let me tell you, but I get excited when they come to me and they say, listen, a few of us are going to go to the races. No, they, don't want to go, they, just, they don't want to go to the members. They just want to go to the races. Mm. And their friends want to go to the races. And they're not necessarily punters, but they might turn into hope educated punters, I hope they bet within their means, but they want to go and see the spectacle that is the championships, that is Everest Day. And that that excites me because for 15, probably the last 10, 15 years, we've been stuck in a time warp and there's still those in the industry, Bulldog, that want us to stay there. There's those that want to worry about the patterns, the ones that want to worry about tradition. Tradition's lovely. We respect tradition, but we've got to move forward. Because asking 70-year-olds, 80-year-olds what they want out of racing is fruitless. It's like asking me what type of tofu do I like. <laughs> it's irrelevant. It's like, well, speaking of that in the younger generation, um, Dylan Gibbons, we've seen our apprentices. These four young apprentices are stars, Tyler Schiller, Dylan Gibbons, Zach Lloyd, Reese Jones. Dylan gets his first Group 1 win on explosive Jack in the Sydney Cup. He'd never ridden in a 3,200-metre race before, Rich. I love watching two-mile races. I know you're a, con- you're a fan too, so I'm preaching the converted, but they're great spectacles, aren't they? And there's no two-mile race that goes past, and it shouldn't be, they shouldn't be allowed to run them unless 
you cheer them down the straight the first time. That's one of the great thrills <laughs> yeah. of cheering them. And then someone will turn around and say, how come they're still going? Well, you know, and Dylan Gibbons, you've got to give credit, not just to Dylan. I, I felt for him yesterday. His grandfather is nearly at every meeting Dylan rides at. And his grandparents went on holidays yesterday. So he finally got a, a group one without them being there, which was a bit tough. But you've got to give credit to, I think, the, the processes now. Our, our trainers, Chris Lees, you look at Mark Newnham, you look at John O'Shea, you look at Brett Kavanagh, who does an amazing job out in the bush. Um, these trainers, they, they take these young men under their wings and like they can get into a lot of trouble. We've mm. all been there at 17, 18, 19 and 20, but he's got a great family behind him. And the, and now with Race New South Wales, with Corey Brown playing such a big role with a lot of these apprentices, uh, it's really a lot of camaraderie there. And you can see it not just in their riding, but in their mannerisms and how well they're riding. So it was a great day. And mm. I, I saw Ali Mosley, it might have been Ali, interviewed Chris Lees about his day. And he said, just as good as all that was seeing Dylan Gibbons yeah. ride the Group 1 winner. And I thought that was special. Yeah. Now, Rich, before we let you go, and I want you to listen into this, because I want to ask Ray a question. When we go to the rugby league as journalists, the home grounds normally might throw a party pie or an old sandwich our way, which is very kind. But Ray gets fed gourmet food hang at on, Ramwick. Hang on. No, 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 I didn't. No, Rose no, Hill. Bulldog. Rose Hill. Rose Hill. So, okay, yeah. sorry. So yeah. Rose Hill was the duck him. pancakes. No, wasn't no. It? What you said's right. Ray does, but not all. Press. Not all. Press. <laughs> oh, he's no. the glory boy. So, no, no, no. no oh, what no, happened no. at Rose Hill yesterday? Took, what were you fed? I took my own Vegemite that, sandwiches. You did. No, I did so. Bulldog. They yeah. even in the press room. They even put a little name tag and a little serviette <laughs> and knife and fork and spoon all out for Ray. While the others, while the rest of the press, and we fight over, you know, no, a half a sausage roll. I can picture this. It's not true. I can picture this. I took my own Vegemite sandwiches. So duck pancakes is only for Rose Hill. Rose Hill. Yeah. Okay. Just sausage. Let me tell you, Bulldog, yeah. I had duck pancakes at the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs uh, <laughs> Leeds Club the week before. There's as good as I've had anywhere in the world. Hard to beat the Rose Hill one, I've got to say. <laughs> When they uh, do appear, but it's funny. Uh, I if it was, Ray, I paid for the ones that I had to get Hey, good on you, Rich. Happy Thanks, Easter Rich. to you and your family, mate. And we'll talk oh, next can Sunday. I, oh, can yeah, I sorry. tell you my one? Yeah, yeah, get far I'm away. Yeah, yeah. First thing, Joe Marrera texted me. He said, I met, I met little man, uh, angry man. I said, oh, Bulldog. You met Bulldog. Uh, thank you to the Bulldogs for looking after Joe. You know where I would have loved to have been, Ray? Yeah. I would have loved to have been at Don Bradman's last innings. Oh, when he got bowled for a duck. Just to say I was there. Yeah, everyone does now. They're even throwing 10 years old. I was here. <laughs> Only you'd want to go see Bradman get a duck. Yeah. Everyone else would want to see him get a hundred. <laughs> Off you go. Hey, good on you, Rich. We'll talk next Sunday. See you, boys. See you, mate. There's Richie Callender talking all things racing and sport. Bradman bowled for a duck. I'd have a tears if I was here watching I think that. I'd rather have seen Bradman get 334 in Leeds and yeah. get a duck. But, hey, Rich is a, he's a different beast. Exactly.